welcome back to another episode of Sundays with Jeff Miller. It is great to be here. I've been working very hard at trying to get out the rankings I promised you. Um, and this is a difficult process. This is a lot more complicated than I thought it would be. However, I do, I am nearing on my 1 through 50 player rankings. Um, currently, for this episode, we're going to do players 1 through 25, the It Factor Part 7. Overall ranking of players 1 through 25, and we're going to get right to it with the number one ranked player, Christian McCaffrey. Um, he has a 27.7 point average fantasy points per game in the last three years. He Prior to 2020, he played three straight seasons of 16 complete games. 2019, he had 470 fantasy points. 2018, 382, and just a little bit extra information. Um, we have talked about his player rankings as far as RB1, RB2, RB3, and he has been RB1, 2, 3, or better 100% of the time. Uh, the only player with that ranking in all three categories, RB1, 2, and 3. Uh, his schedule is pretty nice to start with. To be honest, they have New, the New York Jets, New Orleans Saints, at Houston, and at Dallas. So three of those first four games should be in favor of Christian McCaffrey. Don't be shy to pick him out of Carolina. His bye week is work week 13, so you have plenty of time to use him uh, prior to the playoffs for your fantasy season. Christian McCaffrey, no doubt, number one player in fantasy football this year, ranking-wise. On to number two. Uh, this player has moved up two positions from my previous ranking, Derrick Henry, out of Tennessee, also on by week 13. He had averaged 20 fantasy points per game the last two years. He's durable. The last five years, he's missed two games. He's a true bell cow running back. PPR rank last year was fourth with 335 fantasy points. He was number one in rushing TDs with 17, rushing attempts at 378, all-purpose yards of 2141, and rushing yards at 2027. I have moved Derrick Henry up to the number two ranking. Overall, RB number two behind Christian McCaffrey I think that you can grab him and know that if you want to go with zero running back philosophy from there on out, you've got it covered. He will play each and every week for you. At RB, at ranking number three is another running back, our RB3 running back, Delvin Cook, who also moved up one position in my previous rankings for Minnesota. His bye week is week seven. Um, 22.3 fantasy points per game the last two years. That's his average. His 2020 all-purpose yards, 19-18, ranked second to Derrick Henry. His 2020 total TDs of 17 ranked him second. He starts out the season with Cincinnati. They play at Arizona, Seattle, and Cleveland. His overall schedule ranking is a three and that is on a ranking of 1 to 5. So he's right in the middle, not too tough, not too hard. Um, and he has been an RB3 or better 100% of the time last year in his power ranking. So there you go, Delvin Cook. And then at number 4, 
Our RB4, which is Elvin Kamara out of New Orleans, ranked 6. He dropped two positions for me. His 21.3 fantasy points per game the last two years is one thing I really like about him. His 2020 rank at number 1 in fantasy points of 377 uh, is another. Receptions at 83 and targets at 110. All number 1 rankings for his position. Total TDs, 21, also number 1. The last four years is PPR rank 1, 9, 4, and 3. He starts the season out with Green Bay, then Carolina, at New England, New York Giants. His schedule is two stars, so that's a pretty easy schedule to start the season, but it does get a little more difficult for them as they go. And the reason you're probably asking is, well, then why did you drop him two spots? The biggest reason for me with Alvin Kamara is what's going on in New Orleans with the offense. Winston, Hill, the receivers, Thomas is out. I just think that it's uh, Troutman at tight end, who everybody was high on, is out. And teams are going to be able to focus a little bit more on Alvin Kamara, and I think they will. And that's why I dropped him two spots. At number five, we have our first wide receiver, my number one ranked wide receiver this year, Devontae Adams out of Green Bay, who will be on a bye week 13, 25.7 fantasy points per game in 2020. Number one, other than Christian McCaffrey, who played a less lesser schedule, right, with the injury. So there you go. So kind of almost number one, right? I don't think you can go wrong with him at number five. 18 DDs, number one amongst wide receivers. Six games over 30 points. Three games over 40 points. Both of those stats, number one. That's the it factor right there, people. Devontae Adams. Uh, starts the season again at New Orleans, then he gets Detroit at San Francisco, Pittsburgh. One thing about Green Bay you're going to hear me say throughout these rankings is that they play one of the tougher schedules. It's a one-star schedule for the offense, so that's a tough schedule, and that shows it right there. I mean, New Orleans, Detroit should be good. San Francisco and Pittsburgh have a potential to be tougher matchups. So Devontae Adams ranked number fifth overall. At number six... We have our WR2, Stefan Diggs, who has moved up one position in the rankings at wide receiver for Buffalo. He is on a bye week seven. Number one in receptions, 127 targets and 166. Sorry, I said that wrong. Number one in receptions with 127 targets at 166 and yardage at 1535. He had seven games over 20 points. This is a stat I really like, probably best about Stefan Diggs, and that's why I have him up to number six, and I know that's higher in a few of the rankings that I'm looking at. Uh, one here, fantasy football rankings from USA Today has him ranked 13th as an example. I have him going at number six. This is the stat, the it stat for Stefan Diggs. Zero games under 10 points. That's consistency, folks. Zero games under 10 points. Starts the season against Pittsburgh. They go at Miami, Washington, and then Houston. Overall, his schedule is a three-star ranking. Again, right in the middle. I really like Stefan Diggs on my fantasy football team. Number seventh ranked player, Tyreek Hill, Kansas City, is on a bye week 12. He fell down one spot to behind Stefan Diggs. Seven games of plus 20 points. He
He did score the most fantasy points last year with 58 fantasy points in a given week for any position. Um, so I really like that. 2020, he had 12. I'm not really sure what this is. I'm sorry. Oh, that was week 12 in 2020 versus Tampa Bay. Sorry, messed up my own notes there. That 58-point week was against Tampa Bay. There you go. Tampa Bay's defense was really good at the end of last year, right? One game under 10 points. I do like that with Tyree Kill. One game under 10 points. Keep that in mind. 15 TDs, ranked number two at the wide receiver position. He starts with Cleveland. They go to Baltimore, L.A. Chargers, and at Philadelphia to start the season. Again, another three-star ranking for his offense versus defense. My first tight end comes off the board at ranking number eight, Travis Kelsey, on a bye week, week 12. No doubter right here. This guy is number one in receptions with 107, 140 five targets, which was number two, 1,416 total yards, which ranked him number two to Stefan Diggs. So even versus wide receivers, his total yardage was number two. So you might even bump him up. He could be even taken as high, in my opinion, as number five or six, if you want a value um, to that, that really will help you get your team up and running. That's a good one. Number one in TDs with 11 at the tight end position. Number one in fantasy points with 313. And he was also number one in point differential at all positions. So he had 313 points. Hunter Henry had 145, which gives him a plus 168. Hunter Henry was the number 12 wide or tight end off the board last year in points scored. That's a 10-point-a-game point differential. Hard to beat that. That's a good position to start right there with your fantasy team. 20.9 fantasy points per game tied him with Derrick Henry at number 5. And then they start the season with Cleveland at Baltimore, the L.A. Chargers at Philadelphia. Did that sound familiar? Because I think I just said that about Tyree Kill, right? Three-star ranking. So we go back-to-back, 7-8, Tyree Kill, and then Travis Kelsey. Closing in on our top 10 here. Number 9, DeAndre Hopkins out of Arizona has a bye week of number 12. He was number 2 in receptions at 115 last year. Targets, 160. Yardage at 1407. And he had a 92% snap rate. That's what I like about DeAndre Hopkins. He is on the field. Last four years, he was ranked number four, number four, number two, and number one in PPR leagues. And they start with at Tennessee, Minnesota, at Jacksonville, at Carolina, which is a pretty, pretty relatively easy schedule to start the season for him. Again, might help you get your team off to a really good start. Overall, the schedule is ranked a two-star, so he's that's a that's a tougher schedule. That's a tougher schedule. At number ten, we go with Calvin Ridley out of Atlanta. His bye week is week six. What I like about Calvin Ridley is he's five games over twenty. He had two games over thirty, so seven total games right there. His under ten was only two, which is pretty consistent. Julio Jones is gone. I think that's a plus for Kelvin Ridley. They start the season with Philadelphia, then they go at Tampa Bay, at Washington or at New York Giants, and then back home against Washington. Overall, though, Atlanta's schedule is considered a four-star. So remember, one to five, four is the second best schedule ranking you can get. So 
down the road, Calvin Ridley is going to be a good play consistently throughout the season for you. At number 11, we have our first quarterback off the board, Patrick Mahomes, Kansas City, who has a bye week of number 12. He comes in as our QB1, ranked number 11th overall, 30.6 fantasy points per game, number one in 2020. He was on the number one ranked offense, the number one ranked passing offense. He has a favorable schedule. It's a four-star schedule, which is the best amongst the top 10 ranked quarterbacks. Cleveland, Baltimore, the LA Chargers, and Philadelphia to start the season. Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill. If you can get two of those guys on your roster, what a way to start your season. And, you know, I know in a lot of rankings I see in PPR leagues don't take quarterbacks till you know, the fourth or fifth round. People, that is not feasible. The guys I play with in my fantasy leagues are smarter than that, and they're not going to leave Patrick Mahomes in. Patrick Mahomes doesn't even make it out of the first round. I don't think he'll even make it out of the first round this year. I really don't. I don't think Josh Allen makes it out of the first round. So if you want those guys, you better be willing to spend a first-round pick on them because I don't even think he'll be there at QB 11 my opinion. All right, rank number 12, we go back to the running back position, and this running back uh, comes in at the number RB5, and he's up three positions, and the more I read and the more I'm hearing about the, this former Buckeye, Ezekiel Elliott, for Dallas, by week number seven, the more I'm lightened here. Supposedly, he has really worked out really hard during the offseason. He has come in determined to be a better player than he was last year. And if we go off his 2018 and 19 stats, he averaged 18.4 fantasy points per game, 1,889 average yards. Last year was the first year his RB2 numbers or were better, uh, better rate was less than 90%. That is a phenomenal number. And that gives you hope. So if you're willing to risk it and you want to go and take Ezekiel Elliott earlier than that, we have him ranked number five, number 12 overall, number five at the running back position. Start their season at Tampa Bay, at the LA Chargers, then Philadelphia, Carolina. Their schedule's a little tougher. It's a tough schedule for Dallas. It's a two-star schedule. So you have to keep that in mind. But you definitely would be getting in that 12 range an RB1 that you can plug and play every single week, Ezekiel Elliott at number 12. And then at number 13, RB6, Aaron Jones, Green Bay. Uh, by week 13, he averaged 19.1 fantasy points per game the last two years. He's had one game under 10 points in 2020. He's at New Orleans, Detroit, at San Francisco, Pittsburgh. So that's a tough schedule right there, those last two and this is the worst-rated schedule for the running back position. They give it a zero star. Zero star. So amongst the top 15 backs, top-ranked 15 running backs, Aaron Jones has the number one toughest schedule. Bear that in mind. At number 14, James Robinson out of Jacksonville, who has a bye week number seven. Now, I, um, I boosted him up. He is in the same position right now in his RB ranking, which is seventh for me, right behind Aaron Jones, that he was earlier when I gave you my rankings. I did not move him down because of the Travis Etienne stats, and now that Travis Etienne is out for the season, I am going to continue to have him there. He comes in at 
Number 14, 18 fantasy points per game in 2020. He was a rookie, and he was the number six running back. 1,414 total yards, which was number seven at the running back position. 69% snap rate, which I like. And you could, I even, I even think you might see that go up because Carlos Hyde is his competition. Running back three rate or better. Again, a number you know I'm starting to like, right? 100%, which he joins McCaffrey and Cook with that number. He had zero games, zero games under 10 fantasy points per game. James Robinson, and people are drafting him in the 40 to 60 range. You can go up and grab him probably in the second or third round. Be comfortable with him as a plug-and-play every week. He opens at Houston. Yay, that should be good for him. Then Denver, Arizona, at Cincinnati. And his schedule is four stars, which is one of the better rankings for running backs at uh, with that schedule. At number 15, I am coming off the board with tight end number two, Darren Waller for the Las Vegas Raiders. His bye week is week eight. My reasons for that, 107 receptions, ranked him number one at tight end. 146 targets, ranked him number one at tight end. He was ranked number six overall, including wide receivers in targets. He was ranked number four overall, including wide receivers in receptions. He had nine touchdowns, which would rank him tied for eighth overall. 91% snap rate. I'm telling you, that is phenomenal. 91%. 1196 yards, ranked number two at tight end from two to three point differential, okay, so not from number one, but from number two to three, six and a half points per game, 104 point differential. He starts with Baltimore and then at Pittsburgh. That's tough, no doubt about it. Not looking for him to go off the wall at the beginning of the season in the first two weeks for you. Then Miami, the LA Chargers. But the season, the schedule gets easier. It's a four-star schedule for him from that point on. So that's Darren Waller, ranked number 15, also ranked number two at my tight end position. I'm going to take a pause for just a moment. We're going to come back with some more information. We're going to finish 16 through 25 for you today. Stay tuned. Remember, you can email me any of your questions at sundayswithjeffmiller at gmail.com. That's S-O-N-D-A-Z-E with Jeff Miller at gmail.com. Be right back. All right, here we go. We're going to get to it. Position number 16 through 25. Position 16 through 25. We're going to get started. Number 16, Justin Jefferson a rookie last year from Minnesota who has a bye week of number seven, comes in ranked WR6 overall at his position. And one thing I really like about Justin Jefferson, 15.91 yards per reception. I like that total number. That's a great number. Six of his last eight games for a rookie. This is when he really started to gel. He had 10-plus targets. Six of his last eight games with Kirk Cousins at quarterback, and nothing's changed there. 88 receptions last year, 125 targets, 1,400 yards, 7 TDs, 274 fantasy points, ranked 11th overall. This is for a rookie. I see nothing but better things ahead for Justin 
Jefferson. He starts the season at Cincinnati, at Arizona, then they come home to Seattle and Cleveland, a three-star schedule for Minnesota, right there in the middle. Justin Jefferson, a great WR1 for your fantasy football team. At number 17, DK Metcalf for Seattle, who has a week number nine bye week, 83 receptions, 129 targets, 1,303 yards, 10 touchdowns. That's what I like about him. That's consistent numbers right across the board. His yards per reception was 15.7. Back-to-back there, you've heard that stat, and that's because these two are two of the best at it. And by comparison, his own teammate, Tyler Lockett, comes in at 10.5. And that's why I have him ranked at 17th overall, WR number 7, at Indianapolis, then Tennessee, at Minnesota, at San Francisco. So a bookend there of some of a couple tough matchups with Indianapolis and San Francisco. Again, Seattle playing a really tough defense. One star at the wide receiver position is the ranking for their offense. That's a tough schedule. People bear that in mind. At number 18, I'm going to come out with my QB2, which is Josh Allen from Buffalo. His bye week is week 7. 30.4 fantasy points per game last year, which is number 3. 4,965 total yards, 45 total touchdowns. Their offense was ranked number three. He starts the season with Pittsburgh at Miami, Washington, and Houston. And again, Buffalo has a tough schedule. It's a one-star ranking. But, you know, when these guys, you just have to make up your mind you're going to go get them and you're going to take the good with the bad, right? Because that's what these types of schedules are. When your team finishes in the championship games and in the playoffs, then their schedule the next year is generally going to be a little harder based on that because they're going to be positioned to play other tough teams, which is what we like about fantasy football, right? Exactly. At number 19, Allen Robinson comes in at number 19, Chicago Bears, by week number 10. He's up one position in my wide receiver rankings to number eight currently. Um... What do I like about Allen Robinson? I like his back-to-back 150-plus target seasons, his 102 receptions, which ranked him sixth, his 151 targets, which ranked him number three, his two games under 10 points, very consistent player, and then he plays at the L.A. Rams, Cincinnati, at Cleveland, and then Detroit, three-star schedule, and hopefully we're all on the same page here. Hello, Matt Nagy. Get Justin Fields the ball by week two when they're playing Cincinnati, then at Cleveland, then Detroit. Please help all fantasy football team managers out by doing the right thing. Even your fans want you to play Justin Fields. Hello. At number 20, Jonathan Taylor, my IRB number eight, who came up one position, Indianapolis. By week number 14, so you get a starting running back that you can put in there for the first three to 13 weeks of the season. 1,468 total yards, um, which is number five at the running back position. 12 total TDs, which was number three at the running back position. 16.9 fantasy points per game. You have to like that. His final five games last year, he averaged 26 fantasy points per game. He starts the season with Seattle, then the Rams, at Tennessee, at Miami. He has a favorable four-star schedule rating. Jonathan Taylor at number 20. 
21, Nick Chubb, who also moved up one position to RB9 for Cleveland, uh, has a bye week of week 13. What do I like about Nick Chubb? 17.4 fantasy points per game, ranked number 7th in flex position player, if you're going to use him as such. 17.2 touches per game, which is nice, right? I mean, if we have a receiver over 10, we're ecstatic, so we should be happy with a, a running back at 17 or more per game. 12 touchdowns, so he's used in the red zone, which ranked him number three last year. He only had two games under 10 points last year. Two games. They play at Kansas City, Houston, Chicago, at Minnesota. Again, another four-star rating at the running back position. So if you're looking to grab a guy as your running back number one and you want to get him in the second to third round, right there's two guys that might give you an advantage by doing such with their schedules being favorable as they are. At number 22, Keenan Allen, the Los Angeles Chargers. Um, by week number seven, by week number seven, I have moved him up four positions. I really like him. He's now my WR9. The last four years, this is what I like, I like about Keenan. Last four years, targets averaged 148 per season. The last four years, his receptions averaged 100. He's missed two games in four years, just two games in four years. You would think that not be the case, but that is the case with Keenan Allen. He starts at Washington, tough defense, then Dallas, then at Kansas City, Las Vegas. His schedule sits right in the middle. He's a three-star schedule. So, again, a good player that can give you balanced points week in and week out. I really like Keenan Allen of the L.A. Chargers at number 22. At number th 23, A.J. Brown out of Tennessee also moved up to uh, by week 13. By week 13. What I like about A.J. Brown, how about 17.8 fantasy points per game, which ranked him 13th last year? Um, how about seven games over 20 fantasy points per game? So that's that boomer bust thing. That's one of those it factors we have talked about. 81% snap rate, which is good. Three games under 10 points. Not bad. Starts out with Arizona, then they're at Seattle, then they get a tough one, Indianapolis, and then the New York Jets. Overall, that schedule for Tennessee is a three-star schedule, and of course, we're going to be hoping that Ryan Tannehill is able to play week one, because let's face it, A.J. Brown wants Ryan Tannehill throwing him the football. Number 24, he fell a little bit. He's RB number 10 for me um, overall. I mean, he stayed the same in his rankings, but Austin Eckler, 24th ranked player, that is not where I'm seeing him. I mean, I've seen him. I'm looking at a few different mock draft things here. Number six, uh, number 10, you know, I have him number 12 in this one. I have him at number 24. With Justin Herbert last year, he averaged 17.1 fantasy points per game, 19 touches per game, nine of which were targets per game. So he had nine targets per game, six receptions. So 19 total touches, sorry, six catches per game. If you put that over the course of the whole season, that's 96 catches. I think only one running back had more than that last year, and I think it was J.D. McKissick. This is what I like about Austin Eckler, though. He has had zero games under 10 fantasy points with Justin Herbert at quarterback. He has had zero games under 10 fantasy points in 2019. 
So barring the first part of the season without Justin Herbert, where he struggled and then got hurt, he has had roughly 18, 19 football games in a row, all over 10 fantasy points. He starts out at Washington, then Dallas, at Kansas City, Las Vegas, four-star schedule for the L.A. Chargers at the running back, facing other defenses, four-star. Again, another guy that you could use as a as a running back, number one, if the price is right, Bob, right? There you go. Last but not least for today's episode, David Montgomery comes in at number 25. He has dropped six positions for me. He is now RB number 11. I had him up to RB5. Chicago has their bye week, week 10. He did average 17.7 fantasy points per game last year, which ranked 14th in the flex position. 74% snap rate, which I really like at the RB position. 1,508 all-purpose yards, which ranked him number four, another number I really like. They start at the LA Rams, Cincinnati, Cleveland, Detroit, a three-star schedule. So it's nice. They play the Rams, tough defense week one, but then Cincinnati, Cleveland, Detroit. Hopefully by those three games, like we said earlier, Justin Fields is a quarterback. That adds more value for David Montgomery. The one thing I'm struggling with right now for Chicago I should say two things. One is the quarterback. Not an Andy Dalton fan there, in case you couldn't tell. And then number two is the offensive line. They've already lost uh, their draft, their running well, tackle, offensive tackle that they drafted. It's going to be out for a while, which they were counting on to help improve their offensive line. Uh, they are looking at a few free agents. I think I heard earlier today they may have made a move. But that's kind of what's dropped David Montgomery for me. So again, one of those players I like. If the value's right, I would go and get him. If it's not, then I I would let him just pass me by. All right, so that's it. One through 25 on this episode. Next episode, 26 through 50. I'm going to try to get that out to you early, early tomorrow because I know some teams are starting to get ready and do their drafts this weekend, most sometime next week. But I want to get this out as fast as I can for you. And hopefully it will help you get your ranking set to help you take advantage of the other managers in your fantasy football league. Remember to play nice, love your neighbor, have fun. Bye.